Listening Dog Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chompacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The Athletic. Hello and welcome to the Offside Rule. I'm Kate Borsay and alongside me, it's the sensational Premier League's finest reporter in the whole wide world, Lindsay Hooper. <laughs> Hi, Lindsay. <laughs> We're never going to get bored of this because it's just no. nice. It's just nice you to need hear. it as your weekly affirmation. Uh, let's not leave uh, the uh, missing part to our triangle out for too long, though. At Sky Sports News' finest anchor and dedicated sports broadcaster, Hayley Toothy McQueen, oh. explain the toothiness. So dedicated that, yeah, I had my wisdom teeth out at the end of the day yesterday. It was supposed to be the day before, but let's just leave that where it is. Went to the (laughs) hospital, had to drive home, having psyched myself up and then had to do it all over again. So I am two wisdom teeth down, but there's still a little bit left. So the right hand side of me is now the wise side of me and the left hand side of me. I just look like a giant hamster or I look like my daughter (laughs) when she eats her lunch. It's the worst pain in the world. I do sympathise with you. Yep, I look like I'm I'm storing a load of food in the side of my mouth. But um oh. no. It's it's painful, but I'm managing the pain. I just look ridiculous. And how are you, Miss Lindsay? Very, mm. very busy, I know. Yeah, it's been a busy week. I must admit, maybe five games in a week uh, was a bit much. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, I'm I'm still in full football mode. But you know, when you just you just want a day. I've got Sunday this week off, and I'm not going to put any football on. I've decided that's it. I've actually a banned you from from like taking any last minute emergency work, haven't I? I've said you've <laughs> yeah. got to say no. You're not going to cover at the last minute. I'm like a braying wife. I'm just, you know, Aww. do not take any work. Um, Well, we're moving currently right now. So I'm in my office slash studio here at home for the for the last time ever, actually, before we move uh, just a few, well, just a mile up the road. Um, But if you hear any banging or any swearing or the scraping of cardboard, you know it's because there are boxes currently being taken. In fact, it's probably one of those things that when I emerge from this studio, (laughs) there'll just be nothing left of the house (laughs) at all. And I'll be like, 
what happened? <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> they're still there, though, and you've still got all your belongings. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's, uh, let's hope none of it goes missing. It won't. It'll, it'll be fine. Um, but anyway, it's lovely to be joined by both of you. Coming up on the show this week, folks, uh, we're getting our Easter treats ready a bit early this year. Why not? I- I'm always up for a bit of chocolate. Uh, this week's episode is all about the brown stuff. Yes, chocolate. Uh, Lindsay is once again the mastermind behind this one. Um, Linz, where did the idea come <laughs> from? Gonna, a dream like the Antiques Roadshow? Was it the long drive back from Villa the other night? Was it a session on the toilet? That's where I often come up with some of my best ideas. Where did this one come from? I don't want to be coming up with the brown stuff on the toilet, that's for sure. Um, I, you know what? The inner workings of my brain are very difficult to describe. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have this. no idea. I had this thing about revels and the fact that there's ones in there that you don't like. And then I just turned that into, why don't we do the whole thing about about chocolate? I don't know where these come from sometimes, Kate. Sometimes it's a dream. Sometimes it's very logical. Sometimes not. <laughs> Today is not. Sometimes it's best not to ask. So the whole show is going to be about chocolate. But I, to get I feel start, bad. Kate, people are on Lent here, you know. People are oh, like, dear. people I have given sorry. up sweet treats. So <laughs> I'm not one of those. I'm not stupid enough to give up that. So I'm sorry if you're listening and all you're dreaming of is a cream egg right now or a Terry's chocolate orange. You don't have long to wait. You yeah, might and Easter just as well is early switch off this now, year, isn't it? Yes. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, I, I mean, Easter eggs are out for sale in the shops just a couple of weeks ago. So perhaps this will this will put us all in the right frame of mind. Mm-hmm. If you are um, on Lent or fasting at the moment off chocolate, um, I, uh, I apologise profusely. This will be the <laughs> ultimate test for you. Can you get through this podcast? That's a true test of your dedication. Uh, well, you mentioned Revels, Lindsay, and that's where we're going to go first with topic one. All right, so we're going to revel in revels. Uh, of course, that familiar brand of chocolate sweets. But as you say, Lindsay, they can be quite frustrating, can't they? So uh, we're going to put a football twist on revels with the Champions League now minus Messi and Ronaldo for the first time in 16 years. Uh, let's look at the flavours of the clubs that remain in the competition. We've still got uh, some last 16 return legs to play next week, of course. So, for example, the team that represents the coffee one the one that no one wants to face in the next round, um, to the player who's going to be a tangy orange surprise Mm. package. Let's think about who's left in the Champions League and let's please translate those to a revel. Now, producer Flo's given us some other markers here. You know, Toffee might be a solid performer. Malteser might be someone light on their feet. Mm -hmm. The chocolate button, which is the galaxy counter now, uh, they could be a timeless classic. But she left one off our list as she was cajoling us. us. Can you guess? Can you guess which revel has been absolutely sidelined by producer Flo as she was getting us ready for this topic? Hayley so McQueen? Ha- the orange So one. you've done oh. orange, you've done coffee, toffee, Malteser, chocolate button, which is the mm. galaxy counter. Toffee? Yes, done that one. Which one has no one mentioned? Peanut. No, peanut's oh, gone. Oh, you used to have peanuts. It's the raisin, the healthy oh, option. And I wonder if it's because it's sort of 
pretend chocolate, just fruit with a bit of chocolate around the outside. That's, so that's, um, I, I have think forgotten you still the get raisins. raisins in Revels, mm. don't you? I've forgotten the raisin. Okay. I like oh. the raisin. I like the raisin. I will be your voice of raisin. Raisin. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I, I've sort of um, I think I've I think I've misinterpreted this <laughs> topic. I've just chosen like any old chocolate, like famous chocolates, oh, okay. and, and and related well, that not? to a team as opposed to a particular Revel oh, okay. chocolate. <laughs> okay, Listen, we should. Really we have sorry. had problems. We've really had problems with this topic. Yes, and Basically, it took me ages. Each of us have done a different bit of prep for this topic. Uh, Lindsay was looking at Premier League teams likely to qualify in the Champions League. I did what I've just explained. Uh, and obviously, Hayley's done something different. So should we just mesh it yeah, all together? Come on. And see what well, we I, get. I mean, <laughs> I redid mine afterwards. So I've got I've got the Champions oh. League covered. Oh, okay. that's, well, yeah, well, that's, yeah. So well, I think done. because there are only limited flavours of... Uh, revels, then perhaps mm. perhaps it makes sense that Haley yeah. does something a little bit different. I, so, yeah. yeah, should we go with the revels first, and then Haley, you can just freeze. You can come in with a wild card. Yeah, I'll just I'll just wild card it. Okay, Lindsay, give me your thoughts. So there are well, there are ties to be played next week. So um, eight teams involved in the action uh, next week. Four teams that we know have definitely got through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Who are you picking out that is most like a revel? I'm going to go Toffee, your solid performer, first of all. This, is, this okay. is somebody that you can rely on. You can absolutely count on them for whatever. And I've related it to goals. And you can't mm. go, you can't look any further than Erling Haaland at Borussia Dortmund because you can rely on him for goals. He's pulled four goals clear in the race to be the Champions League top scorer after the latest round. He scored two more goals uh, in the round of 16 as well against Sevilla that we've just seen this week. Um, so yeah, I think he's that one that you can rely on for goals at the moment. He's four clear of Giroud, Maratta, Neymar, Rashford and Nesri and Mbappe. So I think he has to be the out and out toffee mm. in this revel group mm. of footballing chocolate. Mm. Well, Juventus had the best defence, of course, in the Champions League. I know they're out now. I'd related them to a chocolate eclair um they had um when you just go through all the stats i'm not going to bore you with this but a couple of them 0.5 goals conceded per match until they were booted out 11.4 shots conceded per game so they were by far the best defensively so they definitely take a while to break down and i figured as well they're they're the only team I think that utilises a three-man defensive unit and you can only really have three chocolate eclairs in a row. It's about as many as you can eat. So <laughs> yeah. I've gone with Juventus. I'd say, I'd say Liverpool often have a three-man defensive unit and that's really because they're forced to have a three-man defensive Quite. unit. Sometimes yeah. they don't have much choice. It seems like that's what's going on. They do often come in threes though, Hayley, you're right. Because as, as a, a member of a three-person family growing up, that was mm -hmm. our dessert of choice because we all knew we were going to have one each. One each. Yeah. So you like the the chocolate eclair with the kind of shoe bun, Haley? You've been talking about the the sort proper of proper chewy toffee, proper chewy yes. chocolate chocolate eclairs. Mm -hmm. Um, I also went with Erling Haaland, by the way, but I went with oh. him for the Malteser option because he's light ah. on his feet, being top ah. scorer. Of course, uh, with ten. Ah, so see, far, as you mentioned, see, I took so the light. Different interpretation. It is a different like interpretation. It. Yeah, I I took the light on your feet. Um, and I, I took that for pace. So I went Mbappe okay. for that one. Um, mm. He's a bit of a hybrid, isn't he, of Henri and Ronaldo. Just destroy 
defenders with his pace. Um, his mm. his top speed is twenty two point four miles per hour that he's clocked in wow. the match. Wow! Um, and it's the ball control as well. When he's flying at speed, he also controls the ball really, really well. In that first leg against Barcelona, he did ten dribbles, six shots, three goals. So yeah, he was my Malteser. Light on his feet provides mm. the pace. One of the absolute barnstorming games um, of this week or of this part of the Champions League has been that uh, Porto-Juventus match. Uh, mm. Ten-man extra time. It was an incredible game. Um, too much in it to go through it bit by bit. But because of what Porto did, turning it around, reaching the last eight on away goals, despite playing most of that second leg in Turin with ten men, I've called them the orange and the coffee. A bit of a surprise. Oh. You don't know what you're going to get. And obviously, we got the orange, didn't we, against Juventus in the second leg. Uh, but who knows for the rest of the competition whether we'll get coffee porto or orange porto. Mm. Mm. I'd agree with you. I'd, I'd gone for them as the tangy orange, the the team, the surprise package um, that people the might not want to come number. up against. For my coffee, I think the team that no one wants to face so far and they play next week is Bayern Munich. They're already leading, aren't they? 4-1 against Lazio and they've got that second leg to come. But if you actually look back at the the group stages, they were the one team in Group A that were way ahead of their nearest rivals. Atletico Madrid finished in second. Bayern were top of the group, seven points clear of them. I just think they are the ones that you just don't want to face at the moment. Everybody can talk about Haaland and Mbappe, but as a team, as a unit, it's Bayern you don't want. Um, This is really interesting because I have also gone for Bayern Munich, but I have given them Mm -hmm. the title of the Raisin Revel um, because they're in very good shape financially as a football club. You could say healthily even in shape financially. Um, So they are the Raisin Revel. They're also top of the form table this year. I I only just got that, Kate. I only just got that. Okay. Uh, They're also top of the form table in the Champions League this year, so far anyway. Um, A pretty healthy position to be in. (laughs) Bubum. Well, wow. how about you, how about your classic button? I, I don't think I've got a classic. Oh, hang on, who who have I got as the classic button? I have Real Madrid as the classic button, having won the most European cups. Yeah, I've got them for for a classic button. Well, I've just gone for them for a Dairy Milk. Always voted the number one best chocolate because mm. it's officially the best chocolate, and I have them as officially the best team historically in the Champions League. I tell you who I've picked for Barcelona though. You mentioned the orange before, but a Terry's chocolate orange is very different from that little round thing that you get in the Revels, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't love a Terry's chocolate orange? And I figured it's in the shape of a football, for starters. It's individually perfectly shaped with every little piece coming together p- wonderfully, individually. Um, and that just forms Barcelona, doesn't it? Every little bit. And then Messi is, you know, when you get that bit and that you've got that stick in the oh, middle that, that kind of holds the end. that yeah. holds everything together. It's like that chunky bit with the little kind of mm. stem as if you were to open up a bit of fruit or what have you. That's that's the Barcelona. That's stork. the um does that yeah. Messi the is core. the the stork, the core that is holding everything together. And they're expensive as well, Terry's chocolate orange, aren't they? Well, oh, I don't know. funny. You can pick up they're not actually pound. that. Yeah, they're pick not that expensive. Funny you mention it because Lionel Messi is who I've gone with as my classic button in the Revels because oh. I know I know that Barcelona are out now of the Champions League, but I think we should reflect just for a moment because he's top scorer in La Liga. 
Um, he has as well this season created the most big chances as well in that mm. league. And you're wondering, well, how will that translate into the Champions League? He's been outstanding, actually, against mm. PSG in that second leg. He was fantastic. Not only the goal that we were all ooing over, but he had the most shots on target. He made the most passes in the opposition half. He created the most chances and he completed the most crosses and dribbles. Um, it's all about for him now, isn't it? Conserving a bit of energy. But even when he's doing that, he is still as good as anyone else. Uh, in in 2021, Haaland's got 14 goals, Mbappe 10, Messi 15. And people keep forgetting about that. It's just because, and I, I read an, an article actually by Adam Bate on Sky Sports, one of your colleagues, Hayley, who's been looking at Messi and is he still mm. the best? He, he still is one of the best, if not the best. It's just that he's not as good as his own standards mm. that he set over he's many just, years. Hayley, just a couple more thoughts from you then. Chocolate thoughts, please. Dead quick, I've got Man United as Ferreira Roche needs no explanation, wrapped in goals, one of the best things you can possibly get. Comes in a lovely neat box as well. Kinder Buena, that would be um young boys. Kinder Buena. Yes, very good. Young. Very yep, good. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got I've got a dime. So they only tend to appear when you take a trip to IKEA. So they're not often in the competition. I've gone Malmo because uh, they're also from Sweden. And <laughs> IKEA is sweet. There you go. There okay. you go. Some complex thought Brilliant. process behind that one. Well, I, I know tell. we're not ending on a high, but I just wanted to end on 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 that. And oh, I want a dime now. I want a dime to dip in a cup of tea or coffee, <laughs> but I'm not allowed tea or coffee and I can't chew into anything. No more sweets <sighs> for you, Hayley McQueen. OK, say. let's wrap it up on the revels and move to our middle topic. No more homeschooling, by the way. That is the clue. So that's been ditched. Find out what's next in just a moment. Hello listeners, sorry to interrupt your show, but we've got a small favour to ask. We're currently doing a bit of a survey to find out more about you, your podcast listening habits and the sort of adverts that are most relevant to you. If you feel like helping, please head to surveymonkey.com slash r slash athletic audio UK. That's pretty catchy, so I'll say it one more time. Surveymonkey.com slash r slash athletic audio UK. Thank you. Okay, topic two, marathon. Who remembers the marathon? Me. Yeah, I remember the marathon. When producer Flo's been writing out what's going on for us, she's put the OG Snickers. Now, I had to look up the OG because there was a brilliant thread on Twitter the other day about things that you could post mm -hmm. that make you look old without a, look, without attaching a picture of yourself. So in other words, what demonstrates your your age without you putting a picture of yourself? Mm. And people had screen grab language like this that they just didn't understand. OG stands for original gangster, I think. I mean, uh, this is this this is yeah. far 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 right. too youth for me. Uh, but anyway, so the point is the marathon bar uh, is the original Snickers bar uh, for anyone who's uh, sort of 14 or under. Um but we want to take a look at marathons in football. No more homeschooling. That was a marathon enough, wasn't it? Let's instead look at marathons in football. Who wants to go first? Lindsay. Well, I already touched on the fact that I've had a marathon week myself mm. so five matches in just over a week and three of those were nil nils which I think made it drag a bit longer oh yeah and, and I've actually got here a work marathon Lindsay Hooper 
That's yeah. what I've written on my notes, you see. So great minds. A little bit of one this week. So I, I was at Palace Fulham, Fulham Spurs, where there were goals. Villa Wolves, another nil-nil. West Brom, Newcastle, nil-nil. West Ham, Leeds, a couple of goals for West Ham. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling a little bit frazzled this week. I don't know whether it's the driving more so that, that kills me, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it, it was fantastic to, to go to so many matches. Um, and then we've got this international break around the corner, so I'll be putting my feet up soon enough. Uh, we've all done long shifts, though, and I was wondering with you guys if you have. I mean, I remember one at the Women's World Cup, actually, where we, we landed in a location and we had to go straight to a stadium to do filming of that stadium for the semi-finals and final of the Women's World Cup. And we were the team that were delegated to do that. And it resulted in around about a 14, 15 oh. hour shift. Wow. Um, I think so I yeah, spoke you do remember that. Didn't I, Lindsay, afterwards? I think I, I, I think on top of that mega day, <laughs> we also made you report into the podcast <laughs> after we and just also, sat on a couch in the studio and watched all this great football. We it had to was phone also you something up. like um, 30 degrees and I'd been in this tent absolutely Whoa. boiling and there was little, there weren't any fans working oh, oh yeah oh. It, it was it was a long day so I'm sure that both of you have had have had days like that in football major tournaments for sure because you're getting mm. up first thing doing a breakfast hit and then you're doing things throughout the day and even if you sit down and have a break you're still needed later on in the day to do hits I, I've got the longest day I ever did was actually in Rome um up at six in the morning the Champions League final wasn't until later on in the evening, but we were doing Vox Pops with fans, um, voicing over, um, this was for Manchester United television, voicing over inserts for the programme. By the time the game had kicked off, I was absolutely shattered, shattered. And after the game, after defeat, um, I still managed to go to the party <laughs> and stayed up did. until, yeah, six o'clock the next morning. So mm-hmm. you pretty much did 24 hours of football 24 hours. activity. Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm I trying know. to remember Those were the my days. longest day in football. I mean, it'll pro- probably be a long broadcast shift. Um, I do remember reporting from a triathlon once. Ooh. They just go on for hours. Yeah, That's that, they that, like, do. You, you know, a proper tri- Oh, God. Anyway, yes, it was It was a very long time. And it was cold. And it's worse when it's cold, isn't it? Because you can, mm-hmm. because it just goes so slowly. Um, there you go. So that's work marathons. Um, I'll give you the longest football match ever. Shall I? Stockport County versus Doncaster Rovers, March 1946. It was three hours and 23 minutes long and uh, it stood as the world record for the longest league football match in recorded wow. history. How did all those minutes come to be, you might ask? Well, the first game ended 2-all. In the replay, that was tied at 2-2 after 90 minutes. It went into extra time, but no team scored after the extra time. And so they went on to the play-to-win rule. So literally, whoever can get a goal next, you win the game. Um, except for they just couldn't get there. Les Cocker had a goal ruled out on 173 minutes. Poor love. Uh, they carried on going until it got dark. There were no floodlights in those days. In the end, there had to be a second replay. Doncaster hosted that and they were the decisive 4-0 winners, putting an end to the pain of the longest league football match in recorded history. I have got the longest trip in world football and that would be Russian side Baltika Kaliningrad, who travel 313, I should say, 1,000 miles to take on Lukt Vladivostok, okay? It's the longest match trip in the world. And for the fans who travelled... 
domestically yet. Oh, wow. And fans did travel a handful of them, the 13,000 miles. Their last game finished in a nil-nil draw. <laughs> a bore-bore <laughs> draw. Oh, my God. Yeah, these two sides play in the second tier of Russian football. And yeah, that was the most recent outcome of that one. God, I like looked at... I looked at penalty shootouts and I haven't mm. gone with the longest. I think there are longer ones out there, but I've gone with one that I can remember because a lot of them tend to be like like UK, you know, very, very old examples, don't they? So mm. I was going to uh, try to pick out one that we would all remember. Um, and it came in the EFL trophy, Liverpool against Middlesbrough. It was the third round of the competition and mm. it finished 14-13. This was Crikey. Ricky Lambert involved, you might remember. Mm. The shootout yeah. Itself, yes. it took thirty spot kicks yes. in front of the cop remember that, to decide the winner. There was someone. There was someone who missed for Borough, and eventually the game was won by Liverpool. The player being Albert Adoma. Oh, I'd have always had Stewie down in there for something like that, but mm. <laughs> blame him for everything. Poor local lad. Um, mm. What's the longest football club name in the professional game? I know. Oh, yeah. Go on. What? Is this the Dutch Eredivisie side? Because I did look up the Welsh team as well. Yeah, well, the Welsh but, team aren't aren't in the professional game, so I've yes. scrapped them. NAC, about, is it NAC Breda you've got? No, it isn't, actually. What? Longest football club in the professional game, Inverness Caledonian Thistle FC. Oh, Inverness Caledonian. According to my little investigation. Unless that's Great Britain, because I have Nuit Upgaven. Altich Dorzetin, Angenam Dor, Vermad and Nutig Dor, outspanning Combinati Breda. Gosh, Sounds longer than Caledonian uh, Thistle well. to me. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone needs a Dutch oh. lesson, goodness me, she's, uh, she's it was up there and ready. Are terribly they a unconvincing. Club? Yeah, well, they're an Eredivisie okay. side, yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Well, and they, what are they well, abbreviated they, to? NAC Breda, NAC Breda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's finish up there because we're going to move on to the crowning glory of this podcast. And I'm sure you can join in, folks, if you're listening. It's uh, our confectionery 11. Here we go then. Topic three, rounding up this chocolate-themed show, is our best confectionery 11. You know exactly what you need to do. Uh, we're going to have to get creative with this one. So let's start flying them in left, right and centre. It can be sweet-related, it can be chocolate bar-related, whatever you like, as long as it's confectionery. Lindsay, you give us the first couple. I've gone full-on chocolate 11. I didn't get the confectionery memo. We really need to be better at communicating <laughs> cards of the week. <laughs> Apologies for the shambles of a show. But they're often the best ones. Yes, exactly. And I'm glad you came to me first, Kate, because we know that Hayley's great at these. She she always digs out the good ones. You can tell mm -hmm. she's got that creative brain. I I struggle sometimes. In in times gone by, I've been <laughs> the subject sometimes? of ridicule. Yeah, I have. <laughs> um, so let... Let's see how we go. Um, I've started with our Revel, th Revel theme and gone with Revel Morrison. Oh, well, there you go. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. Do you want another one? Did before... think of that? Yep. Hit, yeah, hit us with it. We, we go straight to Manchester United's midfield and we take Fred and we put an O on the end and he's Freddo. 
I had that. Well nice. done. Very nice. You could okay. also have Freddie Lundberg as well, mm. of course. Hayley, give us a oh, couple. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the main one I've got to mention is... Now, you might know Brian McClare, former player at Manchester United and obviously involved with the coaching setup. His nickname was Chucky. That's what everyone calls him, Chucky. Yes, I think I knew that. Because his name is Brian McClare, Brian Eclair, like a chocolate eclair. There you ah, go. so anyway. I, I had Trevor Sin Eclair. Trevor oh, yeah. Sin Eclair. There you go. Good, good. Nice. Yeah. And just you took to an old school, haven't you, for yeah. some of these? Dwight Yorkie Bar? <gasps> yes. Yorkie. Yeah, Yorkie. Bit easy, that one. Bit easy. Yeah. Oh, uh, we could go with uh, Theo Walnut Whipcut. <laughs> Wal- Walnut. Uh, that's, that's, that's not too good, is it? How about Francesco Fruit Totski? What? what? Oh, Fruit Tots. Francesco Totti. Francesco oh. Fruit Tots. See, oh, that, right. I think if you have to explain right. it more than oh, once, come it's, on. it's I never probably didn't just do just, you know, describe it well enough. Um, let's go for a few more then, please. One more that I've got that's in the game. Sylvan Ebanks Flake. Oh, nice. yeah. Good, good. Yeah. I've got a couple of the chocolate bars we've mentioned. They were obviously in the mind. Lee Kit Catamol. <laughs> Lee, yeah. Lee Kit Catamol. And yeah, then I have Snickerless, Snickerless Anelka. Snickerless <laughs> Anelka. Um, how could I not add in Courtney Sweetman Kirk, Sheffield United women's player? Oh, sweet, of sweet yeah. course, clever. Declan Rice Krispy Cakes, you know, it's lovely. Yeah. Rice, Rice Krispies. Yes. Krispy I've cakes. added in, this is quite a long one um, for an older player, Alan Chocolate Covered Brazil Nut. <laughs> Okay. okay. That's one of my dad's All personal right. favourites. Yep, okay. Yes. Forgot about them. <laughs> Find them in biscuits. a pick and wicks nearly. Oh, yeah. So your biscuits, biscuits. Mm. I've got Mark Overmars bar. Oh, yeah. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Very Mars, good. Mars very good. Yep. I've, I've Paolo got Paolo Ferreira Roche. What was that what? one? What? Paolo Ferreira Roche. Paolo Ferreira Roche. Okay. Okay. I've only got one more. Me too. Hit us with it, Linz. You've done really well. I'm very proud of you. Okay, my final one. She's definitely come on, isn't she? Mm, Definitely, yeah. (laughs) My final one is Rolo Torre. Oh, very good. Like Colo Torre. Yes. See, I'm I'm explaining it, which means it maybe isn't that great. Yeah. I've gone for an Aero and I've got Aaron Ramsey. Aero. Aaron. Aaron. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. I mean, kind of. When it's written. I think I, think I give us know. a group 7 out of 10 for that. Um, I think I think we, we probably are missing a few really, really good mm-hmm. ones that mm-hmm. we'll be thinking but, about, of course, constantly uh, for the next no. week. Uh, if you're listening and you've got any to send in, any confectionery-related footballers, please do send them in at Offside Rule Pod. Here's a little fact for you, by the way. I like my little factoids. They used to be a Nestle Roundtree football club. It was associated with the Roundtree confectionery manufacturers of course the factory uh, and it became Nestle Roundtree Football Club when Nestle came along you saying that that makes me think that there must have been a Cadbury one at some point exactly my my nan played netball for Cadbury's Oh, there, oh, there you go. She, well, was, must she was in Birmingham. Um, she, mm. like, that part of the family was from Birmingham. And she played for Cadbury's at netball. They must have had a football team, hadn't they? Mm. Um, well, there you go. If you can top us, as I've said, do send them in at Offside Rule Pod. Next up, it's time for any other business. Mm. 
Okay, any other business, the stories that may have gone under the radar this week. Lindsay, should we get started with you? This is an article that I really recommend reading on The Athletic about Michael Doty, who was the Wiltshire Perlo, who's retired and walked away from football aged just 27. Fascinating article because his his actual um, dad was the former Nottingham Forest owner. Um, there's, there's lots of connections in there, lots of different football stories. Um, mm. Interesting when you read about players that, that decide to walk away at that age and I'm actually researching a piece at the moment myself on a player that came through Manchester United's academy uh, went on to play for Wolves his name was Johnny Gorman played with Pogba and came through with Jesse Lingard that sort of uh, players on the international stage he played against the actual Perlo um, in, mm. in a European mm. qualifier and at 27 he's just retired to become a psychologist in football he wants to help younger players coming through with the psychology of the game Aww. so um, some some really interesting stories. If you dig around, you can find some of those. But that one there about the Swindon Perlo um, is on The Athletic. Mm, jolly good. Hayley. So do you remember last week we used an any other business or it was actually a chat about Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but it was an any other business about him attending this music festival. <laughs> I used him as part of one of our topics and the dinner party and who you would invite and how he was having beef with certain people. And he was basically off to a big music festival, not just to go and watch music, but to actually perform there. Yes. And he was bad. He was oh, yeah, so bad. I saw that clip. He was really, yeah, yeah, he was bad. But I, I love this. I just, he never gets boring, does he? So he was at the San Remo Music Festival. Uh, he was faced with the prospect of being late, okay? There was an AC Milan fan on the road who was on a motorbike. Zlatan was stuck in traffic after three hours in the car. He said, I told my driver to open the door to let me out. And then he stopped a motorcyclist and asked him to take him to San San Remo. He said, luckily, he was a Milan fan too. He said, when we got here, he told me this was my first time on a motorbike. I've got the video. He said, it seems just incredible. I made the video because otherwise no one would have believed me. And um, the actual Twitter account um, is at Noxwin, N-O-X-W-I-N 12. Um, and it just shows Ibrahimovic abandoning his driver on the motorway and getting on the back of this motorcycle to take him to the to this <laughs> festival. I mean, what it's 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 and to think he's still playing top flight football right That's now. Amazing. He's yeah, I mean, know, surely his surely his insurers wouldn't have been very happy about I know. that. And um, here's one for you, Haley, because as a Scottish connection, did you oh. read this week about the group of Aberdeen fans who invented a fake manager, Ross Nicholson? Who no. became listed wow. by a bookmaker as among the favourites for the club's vacant manager's job. That's after they parted wow. company with boss Derek McInnes this this week. So the supporters set up a fictional Wikipedia page under their friend's name, so Ross Nicholson, as a prank. And somehow <sighs> he ended up as the 10 to 1 shot with Sky Bet for the Aberdeen job. What? Uh, the same odds as Alex McLeish. Um, the Wikipedia wow. page has now been removed. It has it has been rectified. Uh, but when it was up, it listed the supposed 45-year-old Nicholson's current club as Disney Exist. <laughs> Does not exist. Does uh, Disney exist. Know? So they probably should have guessed, shouldn't they? But yes, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, group of friends owned up and uh, the contender for the Aberdeen job was removed from the odds. Wow. I've got a good joke for you. It's my favourite joke of all time, apart from the many cheese jokes. What's the difference between Walt Disney and Bing Crosby? I don't, I don't know. know. 
Bing Sings and Walt Disney. (laughs) (laughs) It's my my dad's absolute favourite joke because he says it in a Scottish accent. It works. It works. Sorry, Um, just reminded me of that. Um, I've got to say a big thank you to um, a gentleman called Philip. I was on the Totally Football show last week. Um, Mm -hmm. Philip goes under the handle on Twitter of Ziggy Played Guitar. And he challenged me to not mention wolves. (laughs) And if I didn't mention wolves, he'd put, a charity donation he he gave 50 pounds to teenage cancer trust so i wanted to say thank you to him it was really really kind and of course i can only i will still stress i can only answer the questions that i'm given so please uh rival yeah put that in the direction of um of jimbo if you don't want me to be asked about wolves in future this is this is the first time that you've not i mean you haven't mentioned wolves today until then so if you'd like to get in touch with us on the <laughs> podcast and <laughs> make another donation gesture. oh that seems like a nice point to round things off uh thanks very much for letting us know how you're finding us if you're listening you can keep doing that by the way um by giving us a nice rating on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast you can follow us on twitter and insta too lindsay you can at Offside Rule Pod, and we want to have your chocolate 11s with us pronto. And Hayley, there's a lovely website that you can check out too, offsiderulepodcast.com. Exactly. Plenty of articles. It's updated very regularly and we're very proud of it. It's been going for quite some time now. We've got some very talented people who are working very hard to keep across all the news and quirky features, in particular your women's football as well. So until next time, everyone, thank you very much for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. You've been listening to The Offside Rule, part of the Athletic Podcast Network. Keep up to date with everything Offside at OffsideRulePodcast.com and by following at OffsideRulePod on Twitter and Insta. Check out all of The Athletic's football podcasts on Apple, Spotify and all the usual places or listen ad-free on The Athletic app. The Offside Rule is a Muddy Knees Media production. Athletic. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.